0: Late clock at five. Pass is hey, intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Quick snap. Breeze. Pass is incomplete. No flag for Tommy Lee Lewis. Got him. Got at the 30. It's Thomas at the 50. Sticker down. Three to the 30. To the 20. Thomas to the 10. Denver. So the hits just keep on coming when it comes to offseason news because we got wide receivers being paid extravagant amounts of money to really not be that good at football. We got Tom Brady, unsurprisingly, at least if you're us, coming back to the league. But one thing here is surprising. We'll get to that in a moment. It looks like the Chargers are trying to become the favorites in the AFC with how their defense is looking and trying to get the most out of that rookie contract with Justin Herbert and the the Deshaun Watson trade market is officially heating on up. We're going to take a look at three of the teams that are out on him and three of the teams that are all the way in on him and our predictions of where he is going to end up. But thank you so much for tuning to What's already our week five off-season breakdown, of course. I'm your host, Ross Allen, joined alongside by the AK Alex Kropp. And, Alex, I don't know about you. I'm still writing on my high with Russell Wilson. His profile picture is in blue and orange, and I'm still happy about that. But how how are you feeling right now? You know,
1: I I will have to say that uh, I was in the the Vail-Beaver Creek area, drove through Denver a couple times to and from the airport last weekend. And, you know – Around the city, you know, you feel the energy around the area. The mile high vibe is, is you know, it's it's it. Denver is a cool city, and you were there for a game last year. You know the environment, you know the crowd. Oh yeah, it's it really going
0: well. The stadium's nice. Everything else is homeless and weed. But you know, besides that but point, the
1: thing is though is like that 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 Denver is one of the last stadiums that has a true home field advantage, just because yes, of attitude, because of those those uh elements there. So. Having,
0: you guys don't understand. Like, it, it get you. You don't even feel it until you've been in the game. There, it gets loud. Yeah,
1: and, been, and especially Ooh. having you know the, uh, stack a road game on top of dealing with the environment like that, and there's not many stadiums in the U.S. I mean, anywhere besides if you go down to the Mexico City or um, any of the weird games like that where the the altitude is a factor. So, coupling that in with Russell Wilson coming back there, bringing a lot of energy to that franchise, that offense has got. Every weapon. Now we've already raved about Javante over and over and over again. So, dude, ride that high for as long as you want. Tom Brady is going to, he's going to to rain on parades over and over again. That's just what his, uh that's what he does. It's it's what you know he deserves to do that. He's the goat for a reason. So, Selection Sunday. No, don't worry about that. We'll just uh, drop it on my own personal account that I'm coming back to Tampa Bay. No problem. Like nothing. So, that's just. What he does, it's a goat move by a goat guy.
0: Uh, yeah, Tom Brady really is something else. But uh, we're going to get into that in just a moment. But just real quick, best way you can find everything is at the or at the forward slash NFL. Catch us on Twitter, Instagram, or uh, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Rumble, anywhere you want to catch us, we are there. And you definitely don't want to miss the um, – even though they're from a couple weeks ago, it's still very relevant, especially considering – Alex, not gonna lie. At least uh, you have gone to go once. I have. Uh, I'm off to a pretty good start when it comes to offseason predictions. Shout out Tom Brady and Carson Wentz. So uh, let's see if we can keep the train rolling today, right? I,
1: I also think that um, you know, I, I know we you reviewed it yourself, but I, I do just want to get some flowers for some of the uh, preseason predictions and where we're at. You know, the TJ Watt, the TJ Watt Award. Uh, I I do love that one because I was a year removed and I stuck to my guns two straight years. So that one, I, I, I just need uh, um, my ego to be stroked a little bit, and, and I need some flowers for that one as well.
0: All right, here here's what I can do for you. So, Alex, fall after me. You take your right hand, lift it up, and now you take it, put it behind your back. There we go. And then give yourself a little pat. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: feel like you're a good instructor now. I appreciate it. oh man well well, Tom Brady being back I think we both kind of alluded to this a lot when we were going over the news of the initial retirement but uh, here's here's the issue is I really wanted the Niners thing to happen and I don't think that (laughs) is closed yet I really don't and and what I the, the things that that are not discussed right now are you know Bruce Arians had a lot of choice words when all of this uh these shenanigans were going down he was a little mm-hmm. combative of Tom Brady. He he was not bound. Absolutely, smoke. he was not um, giving in to, you know the the pressure of you know you know if I come back, you know maybe the Niners is going to be an option. And you know Tom Brady, that's clearly where there's smoke, there's fire. There, I think there's a mutual um, you know uh, a mutual desire to be on on that that franchise moving forward. So. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Bruce Arians. Is he the coach there? If Tom Brady's there, if if Bruce Arians is ingrained there, is is Tom Brady asking for a trade? Um, I mean, what...
0: Right, and that's a good point, because apparently going back before the retirement, they were having a fallout of their own as well. Like, after, like, one year, Bruce Arians is already kind of... how. How do you manage after just one season to alienate the greatest quarterback of all time? And
1: especially after a Super Bowl you just won, like how do you, after one year of not a horrible year, you were, you know, a possession away from winning the NFC Championship or, or going to the NFC Championship, mm-hmm. and you now have this huge now rift between the the guy who's who's kind of held your franchise on their back for the last two years at forty four years old or whatever he is. So I just don't understand it at all, and I'll be interesting to see what happens moving forward.
0: Nothing like a little bit of controversy brewing in Tampa Bay. Is Tom Brady actually staying? Is John Lynch licking his lips right now, looking at a trade? And is Kyle Shanahan possibly not moving on to Trey Lance yet? Oh man! For you,
1: what is what are what are Brady's contract details? I know he reworked it last year to get some more free agent money, but what does he have on the books for this season moving forward?
0: So, right now, it's just that uh, one-year extension yeah. he signed um, for last year. Um, so, he's on he's on one year, um, and it looks like it's a $25 million contract extension. Shout out to SpotTrack. Um So, what I'm going through right here yeah, is that it's... That's
1: dangerously close to Jimmy G's number. Right here. Ooh.
0: And there is... He has a $20 million cap hit. He has a $15 million dead cap. Um, and it's a 8 million so 8 million base salary, 8 million dollar signing bonus. So that that's a damn good contract for yeah. one year. Yeah, very
1: really good. So, I
0: mean, yeah, but 25 on the books. have options. They definitely do have options and this could work out really well, because you can even spice things up with a three-team trade, and definitely that's reserved for, like, the NBA. We might be a little spicy this offseason with a little bit of a QB carousel or picks carousel or however you want to go between the Bucks, the Niners, and the Colts. With, ultimately, the Bucks getting compensation, the Colts getting Jimmy G, and the Niners getting the greatest quarterback of all time.
1: And there's also there's there's a, an interesting amount of teams this year that have a lot of high draft capital. With you have the Eagles, you have the the, um, the Dolphins have a lot of a lot of picks, and you mm-hmm. know even the the Jets have a lot of a lot of high draft picks as well. So there's a couple. Teams,
0: Don't forget the Rams. The
1: Rams shut up. <laughs> but uh, you know, there's there's a lot of teams with a lot of ammo and a lot of teams with a lot of motivation because the last two Super Bowls were won by you know kind of. These, uh, these quarterbacks for hire that came in and won Super Bowl. So that, that mm-hmm. formula has been laid out. So I think there's been, you've already seen it, there's more teams that are aggressive enough to go out and try to go get the quarterback to be relevant. So a um, lot of ammo and a lot of potential for opportunity. We're in the middle of March now, and we've already seen a lot of movement.
0: Oh, draft season is going to make things that much better, too. Oh. <laughs> I love being an NFL fan. Right now. But one thing I am not a fan of. Is the Broncos AFC West rivals. Beefing the hell. Out of their roster. Especially the defense. Because the Chargers are. Trying to just just do everything they can. To go all in. Uh, right now on Justin Herbert. They re- recently added JC Jackson to the roster. They trade for Khalil Mack. for pennies on the dollar. And what are you doing in Chicago? You poverty franchise. Um. So we have to take a look. Is this finally going to be enough to get them over the hump here? Because throw back like, the last, I would say, three years, there's always been this preseason vibe with the Chargers. This year's their year, and then every year they've managed to mess it all up in the span of, like, maybe six weeks. So are we actually going to see them turn to contenders, and are they the best team in the AFC West now?
1: Um, You know, here's here's what I I was kind of – looking up here uh, as you were talking there and setting this up, but just looking at their updated roster and they're, yeah. they're just, just on paper what they're bringing to the table and, you know, offensive side, you know what you're getting on the table with a top five running back. In my opinion, Austin Echo. you got Justin Herbert can do any, make any throw on the field. He and mm-hmm. Mike Williams, both locked up for next year. You have Josh Palmer, who was, who came on strong last year. Jalen Guyton's a big play guy. You have a lot of options out there. The offensive line is not ideal, but it's not going to kill you. Like the bank.
0: Hey, Rashawn Slater's great. I don't um, know why he's blanking, but the, their center, fantastic. There,
1: you know, you have Matt. Files, Lindsay, yes, Ryan Balaga. There, guys that have been good in the past, but their defense is something to be worried about. Let me just just let me lay this out for you. In the
0: please don't.
1: Here's I think their their weak point is their linebacking core. You know, they have mm-hmm. Isaiah White, Drew Tranquil, and and. That's kind of how they play. They play that, four, or that 5 2 4 look, that, that 4 2 5 look sometimes. And
0: mm-hmm. those
1: guys, at least they've been there for a while. They know the system. But their defensive line right now, they're rolling out on the edges. Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, both guys at any point, um, you know, at one point in their careers, they were at the most feared defensive end in the NFL. And that is a lot to say. Mm-hmm. And when you combine that, you saw what happens like that in the Rams' defense when they have two elite pass rushers, and what that can do to a, a, an offensive game plan. And and also on the inside, you have guys like Linval Joseph and Jerry Tillery who are established run stoppers that can and stop uh, you know a lot of uh, you know what the outside guys when they're rushing and, and you know going on the outside lanes. They can plug up those gaps. And and what I think is the craziest part is that defensive backfield is disgusting right now. It's, it's gross. 50s, it's gross. Nasir Adelie and Der- Derwin James. When healthy, Derwin James is a top five safety in the league. He's, mm-hmm. he's, uh, he's Jamal Adams that can cover. Um, he's one guy <laughs> that can cover a George Kittle that can go cover um, you know, those bigger tight ends. And, and then when you have your corners like J.C. Jackson, incredible signing, top cornerback on the market, Asante Samuel Jr., who was coming on strong a lot at the end of last year, mm-hmm. Chris Harris Jr., who you know is a Denver Broncos fan. That is a He's, he can still ball. That's in he can still ball. Backfield, and when you pair that with a, a pass rush that can get there with four guys every you know every third passing play, it's it's gross what you can think about with this team.
0: Oh, man, it, it, this is really only something that historically an organization like the Chargers, it can mess up. So there's <laughs> – it's a problem because, like, on paper, they're fantastic. But also you can remember that one season in back in 2000s where they had the number one offense, number one defense, and then the 32nd-ranked special teams unit, and then they didn't do anything with that team. So I think the biggest question, out it, it might – history re- might repeat itself. Let's take a look and see how the special teams perform this season because that – honest – Honestly, that really might do it, but if if they perform the way they should, the AFC West is going to be a bloodbath because the Chiefs are still the Kansas City Chiefs, the Broncos reloading, Russell Wilson. That defense is only going to get better. They might even bring Von Miller back. They're making some moves on the offensive line. The Chargers, look at what they just did. The Raiders, not that bad of a team, and who knows what they can look like potentially with Josh McDaniels as head coach this Honestly, it, it if the playoffs could would allow for it, if there were three wild card teams, you might see an entire division making the playoffs. But the Bronco, the AFC West, is probably going. I would not be surprised if they produce three playoff teams, just like the the NFC West did last season.
1: And and that was the the, the talk of the town with the NFC West last year, with you know the Seahawks with Russell Wilson healthy.
0: Called it, by the way, Just, with the Seahawks finishing in fourth.
1: Exactly. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's uh, a lot to, to take in. as If you're an AFC West fan, I think if you're the Chiefs, you're no longer feeling comfortable. If you're feeling, um, you know, the riding the high of the, the Broncos after getting Russell Wilson thinking about what that offense can do compared with, you know, the defense and what they can still bring in. Um, you know, you talked about Von Miller and things like that. And uh, uh, now when you have the Chargers, you know, you know, just upgrading at every position. And, you know, the biggest thing about them has been health. So you have Mm -hmm. guys like Joey Bosa, like Khalil Mack, and like Derwin James who have been known to not be able to play a full 16, 17-game season. So um, that's going to be the the big thing. And, and, you know, Kenneth Murray is is another one of those guys that has been, you know, relied upon in the past, but injuries Mm -hmm. him up. And and so I think if if they have him available too to – um, you know be flying around there on the defense playing like that that was patrick queens and uh um like uh da, 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 da. who's the uh patrick queen and um devin white out in tampa bay you know he's mm. not kind of in that mold that that fast 245 250 pound a little undersized to um, really you know stop in the run game but uh you know they have a lot of options there and and you pair that defensive backfield with that pass rush it's it just wrecks an offensive game plan and um, it's going to be interesting to see what, what shakes out in the FC West this year. Absolutely.
0: Uh, you know, I was high, and now I have sobered up with the news oh. of the Chargers. And the man with Brandon Staley, probably uh, this is a positive for him. But also, if you want to take a look at this is also probably the most pressure that he probably has the most pressure of any head coach in the league this season. At least, I would say top five at the least. And he's
1: also got that that reputation right now of like, oh, he's the uh, the, the the guy who tries to outsmart football and go for every fourth down, go for two all the time. And so, you mm-hmm. know, there's if he doesn't perform, there's going to be a lot of lot of uh, um, flack coming back on him. And, and then also, you mentioned the special teams, but I think a guy if, if he does make the team, Andre Roberts is an established returner. he's been in the league for a long long time so having him back there i think that that a hmm. a lot of that uh um, a lot of that that special teams burden and Dustin Hopkins and Ty Long have been there for for years and uh, okay. those are veterans in the league so as long as good point uh, uh you know uh, a nobody in there a coaching staff you know you know i can see Brandon Staley bringing in like a 28 29 year old guy like oh this is the second coming he's analytics driven trying to be outsmart the special teams unit running fake field goals all the time. And that's how you really, you know, ruin a season. But, um, you know, again, they have all everything on paper, but it'll come down to health. It'll come down to if we're and we can control this offense. And um, it'll be interesting to see.
0: Absolutely. And then another thing that is interesting to see is where Deshaun Watson is going to be playing football next season. Because I, I just got to be honest, like um, putting aside, like, all the off-field stuff going on with him. We're not here to talk about off-field stuff. We're here to talk about the on-field stuff and the funny off-field stuff. There's, I wouldn't consider this funny uh necessarily, so I'm going to stay away from that. But I will say one thing: I have missing Deshaun Watson on the field. There, my there's I. It's easy to forget how damn good of a quarterback this guy is. So. I'm really hoping we get to see him on the field this season, whether it's the Houston Texans or someone else entirely. But let's take a look at the playing field of who still can grab him. There's been three teams taking off the board recently. You had the Steelers because they they signed Mitch Trubisky to not one, but two years, the MVP going to Steeler Nation (laughs) for all you answers out there. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> you take a year off You run for a touchdown preseason And now you're a starting quarterback What was the number on that? <sighs> man that that's <laughs> Let's see right. Oh man Mitch Trubisky How much money Are you going to be making with the season? I hope it's not a lot I really hope it's uh, Because if it is Oh boy Pittsburgh. Let's see here so it's two years. Come on, give me some numbers. Uh, you see something? They'll
1: definitely a team that's that's going to draft someone. I think in the first or second round, like a like a Sam Howell or a a Desmond Ritter or something like that. You know, I don't think they're going to go, you know, big game big game hunting if you can call it that with the um, you know the Kenny Picketts or Malik Willis or even Matt. Mm-hmm. On the, in the first round, late first round, but I think they're definitely a destination target for the the Sam Howells and the uh, um Desmond Raiders of the World at the end of the second mid-second.
0: Yeah, but uh you got that. So you go from Ben Roethlisberger to Mr. Bisky. congrats. Um and now the Colts have inquired to Houston about Deshaun Watson, but Houston's uh, shot them down, unsurprisingly, because they are a divisional rival. That makes sense to me. Washington was in on Deshaun Watson. But then they traded for Carson Wentz. They're paying for his whole contract, and it was not even that good of a trade. Um, we've been over that. It's um, it's it, it it's not good. It, it's not. I totally called it. Like I, I feel bad for my Washington fans because I it, my exact prediction came true, and I feel bad for you guys. Nope. But that's the case.
1: So it's <sighs> ridiculous. Like you can see it coming, and it's. You- and, and, and Bill Simmons, on his podcast, like, if you made this trade in the NBA with how bad Carson Wentz's contract is, there's no way the Colts are getting compensation back. Like, they're no. building this huge contract, and it's the, – the, the the commanders are doing them a favor by taking his contract and giving him return, you know, it doesn't make any sense to me. But, um, yeah, there's there's still some, some really viable options for a guy that – you know not that long ago, 2020, Deshaun Watson led the league in passing yards, and um, mm-hmm. yeah. there's a lot.
0: So, what are we thinking? So, there's two AFC South teams that stand I'd say the top three teams right now you got the Saints, you got the Panthers, and you got the Seattle Seahawks. And if I'm just gonna be honest, I am riding with the Seahawks just because it that's a really good spot. They just reload with draft picks because it looks like Houston's gonna be asking. Four first-round picks, yeah, which yeah. is.
1: Can you go over all the the capital that all those teams have, and if they even have the the options or like, or like, what's the what's let's so even.
0: the Saints have decent capital. They have zero cap space. What are the deals that um, have on the
1: table right now for each of these teams? Uh, so like the, man, with I would the Seahawks. Just... It's got to be at least like so they have a twenty twenty two and twenty three from the Broncos, right? Yep, they have. They'll probably have to throw in at least their their 2022, and then maybe like another second, third.
0: No, uh, so they don't have those. So they just replace them because of the Jamal Adams trade. Okay, but they have a 2023 pick. Yes. Yes, Okay. So they got that. So they, if you're the Seahawks, you probably have to shell out your 22, 23,
1: 24, and 25. I but I think they can just go 22 of um of the Broncos this year, which is not a bad pick 20 and then 20, they're 23 next year, Seattle 23 next year. And then mm-hmm. of second, fourth, fifth, whatever. And then, you, you know, you throw in, uh, you know, any guys that would attract Houston. I don't know if that's a, um, you know, is that a guy like, would you, would you throw in? Drew Lock. <laughs> would you, but would you throw in the locket or would you, I mean, I guess you wouldn't want to throw in a receiver cause you're, you know, you're, Trading
0: maybe but, three first and lock it,
1: yeah. But, but what do you know? You're probably going to want to keep the receivers if you're you know trading for a quarterback, so yeah, defensive side. Like, do you, you even test the waters on throwing back like a Bobby Wagner or a um, uh,
0: well, I guess you can't do like that, like
1: a Frank Clark or something like that?
0: Frank Clark could be a thing, um. <sighs> I, I if you're the Seahawks, you're probably doing a lot more picks than players. Yeah. Uh, when it comes down to the the Panthers and Saints have more player
1: capital to give. But with uh, the Panthers, it'll probably be something what like like J. C. Horn. I imagine will be in it. Um,
0: I could really see Christian McCaffrey being a part of that. Yeah. being part of that trade deal.
1: Texans haven't had a, a running back in you know forever.
0: maybe three firsts and Christian McCaffrey. Yeah,
1: and then you know you sprinkle in. J. Some seconds, thirties, that. and, yeah. and that's you know that's the workings of a deal right there. J. C. Horn missed all last year, so he's you know still got he's a first round pick, and uh, you know that, that's kind of acting like a fourth first round pick if that's what they want. So um, exactly, and who do you think ends up getting him though? I, I honestly, I like the Panthers for him. It's ooh,
0: you yeah. go outside
1: the the. the...
0: Wait, you think he's better than Sam Darnold or something?
1: I think, I think <laughs> the Panthers they have um. You know they have a a good young defense. You know they were mm-hmm. like two years or a year ago that that draft they had was every single defensive um, player was was drafted and or every one of their drafters was a defensive player. So they mm-hmm. have the workings to bring or they have the ingredients to go out and, and spend capital to go bring in a quarterback. So um, you know if if you do throw in Christian McCaffrey, at least you got to see what Chuba Hubbard means. Mm -hmm. does as a back wasn't horrible and and when you have deshaun watson and you have a guy that has a dual threat like that it's it kind of accentuates what chuba hubbard can do and what a running back can do so um i think that can work and I, i i think that's that's where my gut tells me he's going right now
0: so are you saying that you trust matt rule to successively coach um deshaun watson
1: I, I don't I don't think that that frankly matters to be honest with you because I think you mm. the ingredients are you have draft capital you have the players that are attractive to a franchise that's been dead for a little bit since JJ Watt left and you have an owner that's aggressively wanting to go out and compete and go win a Super Bowl and a franchise mm-hmm. is starving for that since they made that run with Cam and Julius Peppers and all of them so um, I I don't really Think it matters if Matt Rule can go out and, and coach him because that's that's to be determined. And you know, every single press conference is going to be—you know—they get along great. It's going to be a great working relationship. So at this point, it doesn't matter.
0: Good point. And also, to be fair, he was successful under Bill O'Brien. So I think that tells you all you need to hear as uh, a player. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Yeah, but uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. This is probably with Tom Brady being back. This is probably the biggest headline um, for the remainder of the offseason. I think it gets dealt before draft night.
1: I hope so. I mean, it's been a year and a half, or it's been a year plus already. So, um, yeah, he already came out. I know you don't want to get in the political side of it, but he's not going to be federally charged. So there's at least some sort of clarity there. And
0: Yep. I'm just glad we got clarity, first of all. A little,
1: just a little bit. Like, not a full clarity, right. but a little bit. We still don't know what the going to do
0: enough clarity to know that he's not going to jail and can play football. Yeah. That's really all we need as fans. We think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Imagine if I just jinxed the hell out of him.
1: <laughs> I don't make any definitive comments right now.
0: Hey, uh, it, it's, I'm not associated with anything legally like that. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying for my, I'll, I'll contact my lawyers. Good of good idea. Wait, oh, shit. Um, I don't, I don't have a lawyer. <laughs> Uh, it's not the funds but speaking of funds if you want
1: or a, a, a esquire or a expert in judiciary services please contact ross allen hey or
0: i'll put every legal choice when it comes to proceedings up to a twitter poll
1: i like that i like that <laughs> Fair way to Very...
0: sorry sorry i i like money um it will be up to a poll only by our Patreon supporters. So of course, you become a member of our Patreon group for just $1 a month. That's over at patreon.com forward slash fourth and long. Ooh, boom. Love, perfect. I love it. it. Biz, if you're going to screw over my life, I at least want a little bit of compensation for it. <laughs> oh, man. $1 really isn't that much.
1: Moving on. Uh,
0: moving on. And But speaking about compensation that ended up biting someone... In the rear end, just one day later, ladies and gentlemen, not, not sure if I'm going to do it every week for the offseason. It's a little bit more limited choosing, but when it comes to this, how can you not? <laughs> the name of the week goes to the bidder that bought Tom Brady's last touchdown ball for about five hundred thousand dollars in auction. So either he just got screwed out of a lot of money, or he still knows something that we don't.
1: Yeah, it just it, it it it's really a tough pill to swallow if you're that guy right now when you you see and it's and it's not like he even had a ton of time to, to go off and you know have a party and show it off to his friends as like this is his last touchdown because you know.
0: Do you think he even he, got the football we, by the time this happened? What would you say? Do you think he even got the football by the time I mean, Brady came yeah, back? Yeah,
1: hope a, a transaction like that gets express shipped. But yeah, there's a chance he didn't even see this ball ever, and until this news even happened, this could be still in a box in transit right now.
0: Oh, oh, oh. no! If hey, not condoning violence. Baum says if you have five hundred thousand to spend on the football, you probably got a little bit of money to spend on a metal bat. In- <laughs> <laughs> who is that one ice skater? Uh. Tanya, Tanya, something. Tanya
1: Harding. Yes. That's a that's a, a a fifty to one underdog to get a Tanya Harding reference in this week's podcast. But you <laughs> you uh, have just made one person on uh, on Fanduel or DraftKings very happy.
0: Um, is is it Kelvin Ridley?
1: Oh boy! <laughs> you only bet fifteen hundred. Only bet.
0: Hey, fifteen hundred, fifty to one odds. Those those are pretty good. Yeah. And also,
1: that that, uh, that thing that happened with Cain Velasquez has happened like five, ten minutes from my apartment in San Jose. I drive by that on that road all the time. So, you know, Ooh. in the old backyard, as they say. Well, isn't that exciting? Yeah. So I definitely did not see it, but, you know, I, I, it's a familiar road there that, that we saw on the, the highlights there.
0: You're, that essentially makes you a celebrity. Congrats, Alex. Yeah. What are you going to do with this fame? I'm,
1: I'm just, uh, I'm gonna soak it in. I just don't want to let it get to my head or change and influence my takes because they.
0: Are we getting a biography soon? Uh,
1: could be. I just need to find a writer that's uh, that's willing to to go down that road with me. But um... ah, <laughs> go down the road. <laughs> <laughs> Genius. Gotta, gotta gotta have the uh, the, the puns will be. Uh, very abundant throughout the entire biography.
0: I'm excited. I'm, I'm really excited for this one. Um, it, it's <laughs> it's going to be a good time. your UFC fight. Right? If you want to stay up to date on the doings of Alex's biography/slash autobiography, Go ahead, subscribe right now. Go ahead, follow us on Instagram or Twitter. Spend way too much time on there. We get a bunch of content out to you guys between the whole NFL breakdowns going on throughout the off offseason. Um, we're going to be doing the shorter ones throughout the whole year. And then the occasional special, there's going to be a little longer on uh, some kind of different topics. So just stay tuned for those. And if you are getting annoyed by the off season, I have a solution. And that is... Australian football, which is starting in just days, boy. So there we go. Shout out to my Aussies that listen. You guys are awesome. Um, About, like, damn near half of you guys that listen to the show as a whole are Australian. So uh, really appreciate you guys from the land down under, even though... that, that uh, Vegemite sucks. That I'm just going to say now. Um, I know it's still a controversial topic down there, but I'm just putting my statement out there as well. So go check that out. We got see stuff coming out. Card songs coming out this week as well. But Alex, how are we feeling with the return of Tom Brady?
1: The GOAT is back. That's all you need to know. And he was really never gone.
0: No, no. If you if you were smart, you, you <laughs> he never left. And that's unfortunate to every team besides the Broncos because Tom Brady is 2-4 and four against the Broncos in playoffs. Shout out, Denver. We'll see you guys next week. And I am sure there's going to be some more crazy stuff to talk about. See ya.